Welcome to the Who and What She Wants podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Ward, and each week I will be interviewing an inspirational female entrepreneur so that you can take away actionable tools and insights to enable you to build the business of your dreams. Whether you're first starting out building your own business, or if you have entrepreneurial dreams that you don't know how to make a reality, then this podcast is for you. Now let's get into the episode. Hi guys and welcome to the Who and What She Wants podcast. I'm your host Chloe Ward and this week's episode is going to be slightly different. So if you're familiar with the podcast you'll know that every week I interview an incredible female entrepreneur and we really dive deep into their experience and their business and you know all the behind the scenes action to find out how they've got their business to the successful place that it is today. Um, But for today's episode I kind of wanted to do something a little bit different. So you're just going to have to part with me today, unfortunately, <laughs> which to be fair, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be my first solo podcast episode ever. Actually, no, that's a lie. I did do one. If you go back in the archives of this podcast, I did actually do one um, when I first launched. And I hate to admit it, but I actually scripted the whole thing. And to be honest, I've since listened back to it, even though I only got halfway through because I was cringing so much I had to pause it but um yeah that one was actually scripted so I don't know what I was doing I clearly thought I was a news reporter or something and had to have prompts but um yeah I just sounded like a robot so I'm gonna try my best for this episode to completely freestyle so I mean we'll see how it goes it's either gonna be good or you guys let me know, send me a DM and maybe give me some constructive criticism on what I can improve upon if it's not too good. But I will do my best to deliver as much wisdom as I can in this episode. Um, So the reason I kind of felt compelled to make this episode this week is because I have just reached quite a pivotal moment in my own business journey. So I am celebrating one year in business this month, um, which I, to be honest, I kind of forgot it was even coming up. I'm so busy normally just running the actual thing that I kind of forget things like that. And um, I was just planning my social media content for the month and um, it dawned on me. I was like, oh gosh, it was this time last year that I had my notice in at my full-time job and made, you know, really made the conscious decision to start my own business. Um, so what I wanted to do during today's episode is really just run through all the nitty gritty behind the scenes how this first year in business has been for me what I've learned and what I'm gonna let you know to hopefully save you making the same mistakes because I am more than happy to be an open book and to share my journey in the hope that it will stop people making the same mistakes as I did because hopefully it might save you a lot of time and money and to be honest I think Sharon's caring isn't it you know so any little pearls of wisdom I can chuck your way I will be doing that today um just to give you a little bit of context so in case you don't know who I am or you you know you don't have a clue what I'm all about I actually have my own marketing agency um you probably haven't seen much about it to be honest on social media because I don't actually promote it I don't have a website I don't have a social media, which I know for a marketing agency probably seems like absolute madness. And I'm going to just explain a little bit why that is the case. So 
when I set my marketing agency up, I had worked in marketing based roles for about, I think it was like five or six years or something, kind of worked my way up, you know, got to manager level, um, was managing quite big projects for some really well known brands. And I knew that I loved marketing. But for me, it's always been about the creative side. So I love creating graphics, I love creating videos, I love creating really engaging captions and content. And I love stylizing images I love product photography um I mean the list goes on to be honest anything creative it's got my name on it oh and I forgot to mention I absolutely I have a weird obsession don't ask me why of creating emails I really don't know why it's become like a bit of a hobby if anything which is hilarious because it's probably the most geeky hobby I could ever have but um yeah I've just got I just I love all of those aspects of marketing but I felt like whenever I've worked in marketing roles in the past although parts of the role I really enjoyed and felt like I was really resonating and connecting with there was definitely aspects of the roles that I just felt like they weren't me and to be honest it was starting to feel like a square peg in a round hole it got to the point I was going to my my job and there was nothing wrong at all with my job everyone I worked with was lovely it was a good job you know a lot of people would have fought for that job but for me for whatever reason it was like physically my body was rejecting me working for a company and I know that sounds so crazy to say to be honest I I suppressed it for so long I kept ignoring it and thinking it'll go away you know I'll get happy soon and it will all be okay and as the months rolled by and I just kept ignoring this feeling it got stronger and stronger and stronger and I won't go into the gory details but to be honest it it led me to a bit of a, a mental breakdown and I just didn't know what I was doing, where I was going, what would remotely make me happy. I was that disconnected with myself that I honestly didn't have a clue what would even make me happy. Um, and thank God for my friends and family, to be honest, because I was a pain in the ass at that time. And we even now lovingly refer to that version of me as Patricia, because to be honest, I almost was a different person. Um, and at times I didn't even feel like I had control of myself. I felt like my mind was running the show and I was almost being dragged along with it, even though I was not a happy follower. Um, but it was just the reality of the situation at the time. Um, so kind of after I had this breakdown, I just thought, do you know what? I've got to that point where I'm so miserable, so disconnected, so unhappy that anything would make me feel better than this. And then I started slowly asking myself questions. So, okay, what would make me feel happier? And then by some kind of miracle, I suppose. I do believe in divine timing and, you know, the universe and divine intervention. So, I mean, depending on what your belief system is, call it what you may, but I happened to stumble across, I think first off it was Sunny Lenarduzzi's podcast. Um, She is a YouTube course creator. Um, She's very, very good. And I happened to stumble across her podcast and I just really liked her. You know, you just watch someone and you think, yeah, I could watch this person all day. Like, she's she knows her shit she's she's good at what she does um and I just became so inspired by her because she's quite transparent you know she shares her earnings and she shares the behind the scenes of her business and I thought you know what I could do this I mean not for YouTube per se because I haven't really had any experience on YouTube before but I know enough about marketing that you know I could go alone and also I got excited by the prospect of being able to carve my own path and to create something that I could be proud of that and that I felt really represented me as a person and as a human being as much as being a business. I really, really, really wanted to reflect me as a human being Um, because don't get me wrong, I know work and your career is such a big part of your life, but 
I also think we we forget sometimes but that we're just human beings like we're just doing our best on this world like I mean in all reality we're floating around on a rock and we don't really know why we're here or what we're meant to be doing here and I feel like the whole purpose of our life is to try and figure that out and anything that will support you in helping you figure that out and just also having fun every day and enjoying every day and not just living to live. I mean, there was points in the past where I genuinely felt like I was grudgingly getting through the day. And I, I'd be lucky if one thing happened in a day that would make me smile. And I know that sounds so awful. And by nature, I'm not that person. I'm, you know, a really upbeat, positive person. But when I did hit that low point, for me, it just felt like I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but once I did start listening to this podcast, I then also stumbled across Marie Forleo's uh, podcast. And for anyone that hasn't heard of Marie before, please check her out. Like, she is the queen. She is incredible at what she does. Her YouTube channel, uh, Marie TV, is definitely worth a watch. She literally answers any question you could ever think about regarding entrepreneurship. Um, and I just, I was obsessed with her and I was obsessed with listening to all these podcasts and just feeding my brain. And I was driving to work, listening to all these podcasts. And I was getting really inspired. And I was having these little kind of aha moments of thinking, why can't I do this? Like I could do this. And then the more negative part of my brain that seemed to be in the driver's seat at that time of my life kept, you know, coming over the loudspeaker and would be like, oh, what experience do you think you have? Like, you can't do that. Um, so, you know, I'd be put back into my corner again. And then at the beginning of March last year, I don't know what happened. I mean, I did have a particular low point where I just sort of burst out crying in front of my family and my poor parents were just sat there like, oh my God, what do we do with this girl? Like, we don't know how to help her. And thank God my best friend and sister come to the rescue and actually took me out for a Mexican and a frozen margarita. And I was pretty much just crying into my burrito. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, and they were so supportive and I'll love them forever for it because honestly, it was a bit of a turning point for me. I, you know, when you just hit your most rock bottom and I thought it can't get any worse than this, like crying in a, into a burrito in public. It's just, it's not great. It's not, it's not my finest achievement. So I decided at that point, I was never, ever going to allow myself to feel this crap again, especially not just from my job, you know, like it's just work at the end of the day. It's one part of my life. It's not, it's not my everything. I need to find a way to make this work for me. So this was on a Sunday night and the very next day, which was obviously Monday morning, by 8am, I was actually in my boss's uh, office handing in my notice and saying, you know, I'm really sorry. I can't do this anymore. I just, you know, I've tried. It's just not working for me. Um, so that was the day really that I put the stake in the ground, I put my money where my mouth was and decided that I was going to go for it. And for any of you that are currently in this position now, maybe you're not enjoying your current job and you're really trying to look for a way out. Um, I hope, you know, you look, you start to do what I did and just start to get the ball rolling. You know, you don't have to make any drastic decisions yet, but just put the feelers out there, start to listen to some inspiring podcasts, start to seek out YouTube channels that will inspire you and you know, really empower yourself with information so that you know what opportunities are out there. Because to be honest with you, I just, I wasn't seeking for it before. So I didn't know it was out there. I didn't know it was a possibility. Um, and I hope this podcast obviously can help be an inspiration to you as well. I really got on my way to try and find some really diverse and really inspiring women who have gone it alone and started their own businesses that they're super passionate about. So I hope that you can also listen to them and take inspiration um, from their journeys and from their stories as well. Um, 
but sorry, back to my story. So sorry, the Chloe monologues continue. Um, I started the business and to be completely honest with you, although I'd handed my notice in and I now felt like I had a ticking time bomb over my head of this, you know, this month to try and get my shit together. I didn't honestly have a clue what I was doing or where to begin. And from listening to Marie Folio's podcast, I knew that she actually had a online course called B-School. Now, if you have never run your own business before and you, even if you don't have a clue what you want to do, but you want to have your own business, I highly, highly recommend this course. Now, it's quite an upfront investment. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head exactly how much it was, but a couple of thousand dollars, I think. Don't quote me, but something around that price. And um, so for me at the time, it was a massive investment, especially considering the fact that obviously my salary was soon to be non-existent. Um, So it was a massive upfront cost for me, but I got so much out of it. And I felt like I was part of a like-minded community, which I think really helped me as well, because although my friends and family are absolutely incredible, like I cannot sing their praises enough. I'm so, so blessed to have just such incredible friends and family in my life. And as much as I love them and they offer me support for every area of my life, I just felt like I didn't want to keep going to them with my kind of mundane day-to-day business problems. A lot of them work in corporate careers and for them, it's just not something they've got experience in. And I didn't want to burden our friendship with me kind of like moaning or, you know, being scared about my business. And they were so supportive of the fact that I was even starting my business that I kind of just wanted to show them the highlights reel, you know. I wanted to try and find a group of women, men, entrepreneurs who had been there, done it and, you know, got the t-shirt and made it work and I could learn from them, um, which is what I felt that B-School did for me. So you learn a ton. I mean, you learn how to market your business. I mean, obviously, I know a ton about marketing anyway, so I've worked in the industry for quite a number of years, but I, I even I still learn a lot from her course. Um, and more for me, it was the nuts and bolts of like how to plan your sales strategy and also like what am I actually what is my business like what does it look like how do I want it to look how do I want it to operate um so I got a ton out of that course so if you are just starting out and you don't know where to start then I highly recommend that is a great place to start sorry if you could hear a squeaky door noise by the way there I'm just recording from home at the moment um I'm sure you all know the working from home struggle so there's often background noises when I record these podcast episodes but um Hopefully once I'm in a studio environment in the not too distant future, that will, you know, I'll be able to get on top of that. But anyway, back to the story. Um, So yeah, that was it really. That was my launch pad. And I decided that I was definitely going to create a marketing agency. Um, I had a rough idea of how I wanted it to operate and my kind of ideal clients. I knew I wanted to stay within the kind of fashion, beauty, lifestyle industries because that's what I'd worked in previously. And it's just kind of where my passion lies. And I felt like that would be the best fit for me. So I basically just got going and I started contacting a few different people, even just via Instagram DM, which I know sounds ridiculous, but honestly, like, don't underestimate the power of Instagram DM. You can really form some great relationships um, via Instagram DM. Even most of my podcast guests, to be completely transparent with you, I first contact via Instagram DM and nine times out of ten, they'll always respond and then, you know, it's a conversation as to whether they want to come on the show, but they, you know, I get a really good response rate from that. So definitely recommend that if you're just starting out and you're looking to start your sales. I also done a lot of face-to-face sales. So I had a few places that I wanted to target that I thought I could really help and support. Um, 
mainly small businesses because that's who my target clients are. Um, so I just literally went in there and spoke to them, which obviously was slightly difficult because you have to wear face coverings at the moment due to the COVID pandemic. Um, so trying to sell yourself with a face mask on definitely had its challenges. But off the back of it, I um, have managed to get enough clients that actually I didn't need to advertise myself. Um, I kind of hit capacity quite early on, well, within about six months, I'd say, um, which I couldn't almost believe my luck. I was like, how, how has this happened, you know? But obviously there is a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes, but I just wanted to share this because I think there's so much pressure nowadays to make sure that you have an online presence and that you have an Instagram page and that you're really active on social media. But it is actually something that now I'm going to start doing for my business. Now I've entered the second year of business, I'm actually currently in the process of creating a website and of creating an Instagram page and actually a YouTube channel as well, um, where I'm going to be sharing marketing tips. But it just didn't seem necessary for me in the first year of business because I'd kind of, I'm a one-man band and I hit capacity already. So I thought there's no point me really overly promoting myself at the moment because I can't take on any more clients. So... I just wanted to share that just in case you feel a lot of pressure, you're just starting out and you feel a lot of pressure to have to be managing all these different platforms. You really don't, you know, like you can just get going through word of mouth and through kind of old school gritty sales methods of just walking through someone's front door or, you know, sliding in their DMs and opening up that initial conversation. Don't get me wrong, I might be the exception and not the rule with this. Like I know for a lot of businesses, it's almost critical for them to have to set themselves up online and to build that online presence. But I just wanted to let you know that there is actually an alternative um, that you can look into if if it's of interest and if it would work with your business model. Um, throughout the last year, to be honest, it's been crazy. Like It's been the craziest journey ever. I have gone through some massive highs and also some massive lows. Um, I would say that something for me that I've learned over the past year is the importance of not only self-care, but of really trying to follow and live a lifestyle where personal development is very high on my agenda and something that I really invest a lot of time into because before personal development, I hadn't even heard of it. Like didn't have a clue, did no personal development. My idea of personal development and self-care was probably a bottle of wine at the weekend, like <laughs> to be completely transparent. So I began seeking out books and I began seeking out more podcasts, more YouTube channels, um, seminars, online courses, basically anything that I could do that would help me improve myself and try and help me evolve so that I could manage my business better and so that I could be a better entrepreneur. And I have found some absolute gems actually. So I'm going to share some of them with you now, just in case you haven't, you know, found them before and they would be of interest. Um, I would highly, highly recommend reading Jack Canfield's The Success Principles. You may have heard his name before. He was actually part of that documentary, The Secret. I'm not sure if that's your jam and if you've seen it, but I know it's super popular. So I'm sure a lot of you have already seen it, but it's an absolute tome of a book. Like when it first arrived, I was thinking, oh my goodness, I'm never going to get through this. Like it's a doorstop, but it is incredible. Every chapter is so actionable and there's almost like so much to take away from it that it takes a few times. I've read it about three times now and I, every time I go back to it, I find something that I didn't notice before. So I highly, highly recommend that. Um, it helps to give you some really great routines and structures and 
things that you should just implement daily in your life to make sure that you are the best version of yourself and also that your business can operate at its best. Um, so highly, highly recommend that. Um, if you're kind of looking to develop yourself a bit more spiritually and to connect with yourself, um, you know, try and be a little bit more in the present moment, which can be such a great way to relieve anxiety and things like that. I highly, highly recommend The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Now, I don't know if you've heard of this book before. Um, I hadn't. And I have to admit, I bought it about six months ago, if not eight months ago. It was like last summer I bought it. And it's been on my bookshelf ever since. And I've, I've wanted to read it, but for whatever reason, I've just not felt the pull to read it. And then very, very recently, I have just been going through such a personal journey over the last year or so. And I just felt like now was the time to read it. Um, I actually had quite a few signs that popped up that kind of led me to read it as well. And I'm a huge believer in signs and all that good stuff. So I took them seriously and I've since read it. And honestly, it's changed my life. I know I'm going to have to keep going back to it and rereading it again and again because I don't feel like it's the kind of book that you can read once and you've got everything you're ever going to get out of it. I think there's so much to it that you almost have to keep going back to it. But honestly, it's an absolute, oops, squeaky door again, it's an absolute game changer and I cannot recommend it enough. So I will link all of these in the show notes as well so that you can have a look into them um, if they are of interest. So the next thing I kind of wanted to move on to talking about is something that is a little bit taboo, I find, especially in UK culture. I don't know why us Brits have a weird thing that like you never talk about money. And it's quite funny. I don't know. It's just so ingrained that you just don't speak about money. Like even my closest friends and family to ask them their salary, it would almost be a bit like, oh, that was shocking. Um, But I just kind of want to start opening up a little bit more about money and money mindset and all those things, because I feel like it is something that as female entrepreneurs, we need to start addressing and we need to start discussing a little bit more because if we don't, then it's still going to be a weird taboo subject and people are going to keep making the same mistakes that we've all made time and time again and nobody's going to learn and nobody's going to grow. So um, I'm going to just kind of share my journey with that. So over the years, I found that I've probably undersold myself. Um, I have picked up quite a lot of skills over the years like everyone does you know as you're working up the career ladder and through a mixture of kind of fear self-doubt and not believing in myself enough I think I've sold myself short when it comes to salaries um in previous roles and I've not kind of stuck up for what I know I'm you know what I know deep down I'm worth um and unfortunately it's another pattern that I've actually kind of fallen into the trap of with since I started my business um when I first started out, I was, I did my research on rates, but I just, I don't think I appreciated how deep rooted my limiting beliefs around money were. Um, and I set my prices, you know, with all of these limiting beliefs weighing me down. So I've since kind of reviewed my pricing structure um, at the beginning of this year. And I've realized that in a lot of cases, I am majorly undercharging. And it's something that's really difficult because I wouldn't have probably even appreciated this until I started to look into money mindset and start to do a lot of personal development around this because it was just something that almost like I was so unaware of the fact how much it was affecting me um so 
if money mindset is something that you think might be holding you back in your business or just in your life in general, even if you don't have a business and you know you just are working in a career and you feel like you're underpaid and undervalued, I would highly recommend working on your money mindset and starting to improve that. I um I've read quite a few books actually over the last year on the subject and I think the most I had two I have two that kind of are real standout books for me and that I definitely go back to time and time again because I just found them so you know they really helped to shift me in the right direction so the first one is how to be a badass by Jen Sincero I'm really sorry if I've absolutely butchered her name and the word badass but unfortunately with a British accent I just feel like they're not the easiest to pronounce correctly so apologies Jen if I have ballsed up your name there and sorry if I've also messed up the title of your book but I have to say it's my favorite money mindset book it is so easy to read Jen's way of writing is just so relatable so down to earth and it's like genuinely just fun to read um but also it does make you do the work so at the end of each chapter there's a lot of action items that she asks you to go away and do um a lot of self-reflection a lot of you know deep-rooted questions to try and get you to the bottom of your money beliefs and to help you on earth if you actually do have any limiting beliefs around money and lo and behold as I started working through the book I was basically a mess and I didn't realize how ballsed up my mindset around money actually was until I started doing this book and then I was like holy crap I need to like really dedicate some time to this because I need to overcome it otherwise I'm going to spend my life broke and miserable which I don't want to be because to be honest the way I see it now the more money you have the more money you can give back and that is all I want my money for at the end of the day like I want to be able to give myself my family my friends a good life I want to be able to give back to charities I believe in I want to be able to invest in the careers of other women and be able to hire you know not just women but also men I just want to be be able to hire people within my business and give them a good opportunity and you know I just want to I just want to be able to give back in the world and the only way I can do that is if I have money and it sucks to admit that to be honest because for a long time I think I was in denial I was like oh who needs money you know I can be happy without it but bottom line is unfortunately the world that we live in we need money we need it to survive we need it to thrive so I really think that working on your money mindset is one of the best ways you can spend your time especially if you're an entrepreneur um, and especially if you're just starting out because I feel like the quicker you can overcome these challenges the less chance there is that they're going to bite you in the ass down the line so you know the quicker you can get on top of it the better really um, and then the second book I would highly recommend is Rich Dad Poor Dad I have unfortunately forgotten the author's name. I believe it's Robert somebody. Um, I will link it, however, in the show notes. Apologies, Robert. Um, but the fact that I haven't written these down, I'm doing these from memory. I've got to give myself some credit there, you know. Pat on the back. Um, but yeah, this book is also amazing. It just kind of lifts the lid a little bit on how the rich live. And it kind of gives you an introductory guide to investing and to how to handle your money and how to basically end up rich. Um it's, it's just so good like I can't recommend it enough if you've you know come from a background where you've not been taught about investing and things like that and you know how to make your millions I highly highly recommend it because you'll get so much out of it so those two are kind of my standout ones but there's a ton of others you know like I mean I'm not gonna list them all but I don't want to turn into a shopping list but yeah definitely do your work around your money mindset because ultimately it will hugely hugely pay off um 
And then kind of on the same tangent of personal development, I just wanted to dive a little bit deeper into personal development and rituals and routines and all that stuff because it's something that to be honest I kind of felt like at the beginning of my journey was separate to my business I kind of saw my business as like this island of my life like it was kind of not connected to anything else but the more and more I've developed my business I realized that actually it's very much connected to everything else and everything in my life is connected it's not I haven't got like these different islands of like relationships career health money you know like they are very much interwoven and interconnected and um something that's kind of helped me recognize that and improve everything across the board has been working on my personal development and on my rituals and on my routines and trying to get myself you know just really becoming a bit more self-aware because as much as we all have our brilliant traits and you know everyone in this world has good about them and I, I truly truly believe that I think sometimes we can ignore our not so good traits I don't want to say negative and to be honest I don't even want to say not so good because I don't really the more work I've done in this area I don't see that anything is particularly negative I just see that it's something that's a lesson for you that you need to learn um so I've just been personally going through some of my more shadowy parts so something I really struggle with is clarity and decision making I find it really difficult to make a decision and I will go around the houses before I actually make a decision but I, I do blame the fact that I'm a Libra by the way for this because any Libras out there I'm sure you know what I'm talking about but we have to be balanced and if we can't find the balance we can't function and to be honest I spend 99.9% of my time trying to find balance <laughs> but um I have definitely been working on that for myself and I've been trying to be really strict in my goal setting and each week I've got you know a weekly planner where I write down my goals and then I've got my bigger monthly goals and I'm very very regimented now in the way that I manage that because I know that it's one of my weaker spots so I'm very conscious about how I handle that. Um, another area for me that almost sounds like it's not related to my business but it hugely is is my health and well-being and exercise and what I eat because I've had a really weird relationship with food and exercise over the years. Um, I've been a size six, I've been a size, you know, 14. I've kind of been all over the joint over the years and I find it difficult because, I mean, like all women, you see images in the media and on social media and even in films, you know, music videos, like everything, and you think, oh my God, that's not my body. Like, I'm less than because I don't have a body like that. But... Um, the older I've got and I've become more comfortable in my own skin, I've realised that it doesn't so much matter what I look like. It matters how I feel, um, how confident I feel in myself. And I just want to always make sure that I'm healthy. I think that's something that's really important for me now as I kind of get near to my 30s. I just want to really make sure I'm healthy and I'm nurturing my body and I'm taking care of my body and I'm not abusing it, you know, not drinking mass amounts of alcohol like I used to do on the party days. Um, poor liver um you know not eating a load of crap because to be honest I don't know if you guys agree but like whenever I eat a ton of crap I just feel like a ton of crap so I think you very much are what you eat and it's taken me a long time to connect the dots that the way that I treat myself and my health and well-being really directly impacts my business so I've been making a really conscious effort lately to make sure that I'm nourishing my body with the right kind of foods and make sure that I'm taking time out of my day to exercise. Even if it's just something so simple, like I tend to just do a HIIT workout most days, which is like 10 minutes long, or I'll do yoga class because I really love yoga, but I kind of make sure I do something either that's really quick or something that I really love because for me, 
I've ticked the box of the exercise and it's not, you know, taking a massive chunk out of my day and I'm feeling resentful towards it. So definitely find what works for you. But I personally feel like having um, a good exercise and eating regime can be such a game changer and it helps me feel good about myself. And when I feel good about myself, I can do good work and, you know, manage my business in the best way. So I just wanted to share that. And then the last thing that I kind of wanted to touch upon in terms of personal development is morning routines. You've probably seen these. I mean, these are such a cult thing, I feel like, at the moment. You see them all over the joint, don't you? You know, people saying how much they love their morning routines and the kind of things they do. Um, If you've never done a morning routine before, I would highly recommend reading the book The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. It was kind of what got me started on my miracle morning journey or my morning routine journey um it was recommended by one of my dear friends and honestly like it changed the game for me I started implementing it really really religiously last summer to the point that I was literally getting up at like 5am and doing like this crazy like two and a half hour morning routine but it genuinely changed my life like it made me a more positive person it made me have more I know it sounds almost counterproductive but I had more energy throughout the day I was more present I was more grounded I was happier I was you know like everything was was swinging my way I found it easier to manage my business and things would stress me out less because I kind of already dealt with myself first thing in the morning so that by the time 9am rolled around I was like I'd got myself out of the way and I was now ready to serve other people and like help other people so um yes if you haven't done a miracle uh, so if you haven't done a morning routine before I would highly highly recommend the book the miracle morning kind of just lays out a really basic six step I think it is morning routine um, and gives you all of the behind the scenes why you should do it so yeah definitely recommend that but I've recently started because I kind of lost touch with my morning routine over the winter months um, and a few weeks ago I finally got back into one and I have to say the last couple of weeks since I've been really religiously doing it I just feel so much better I feel more positive I feel more engaged I feel like I've got more energy I honestly can't recommend it enough um if anyone wants to know my exact routine like please feel free to message me and I'll happily share it with you um I won't share it on here just because to be honest I feel like when you develop a morning routine you really need to make it work for you and make sure that you fill it with things that you love to do like don't just do something because you're told to do it try to do something you genuinely enjoy doing because otherwise it just feels like another chore that you've got to tick off your list of to-dos throughout the day. So definitely make sure that you um, get it to work for you. But yeah, can't recommend it enough to be honest. So I think, again, if you are just about to start out on your entrepreneurial journey, highly, highly recommend getting your routines down, working out your exercise, working out what you're going to be eating throughout the week just to take the stress off you know, your shoulders and also try and implement some kind of morning routine honestly you can start out with 10 minutes a day like it doesn't have to be anything major and you can build upon it if you start to enjoy it but I just highly 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 recommend it so yes I hope that helps um and then one last thing that I kind of wanted to oh actually no two more things I kind of wanted to touch upon so the first thing I wanted to touch upon is taking your business to the next level because I have actually got to a point now where I feel like kind of at capacity with the current work I'm doing but I know that I want to expand um I recently took some time off work I think I had about 10 days off work and it kind of dawned on me I was like oh my god if I'm not working I'm not earning like with my current business setup and that scared me quite a lot so um I'm actually gonna look to launch some online courses in the in 
throughout the year, which is super exciting. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for those. But um, I also am going to look to expand my client base so that I can hire a few members of staff, which I literally can't believe. Like I have to pinch myself, but this is even something, even something I'm like considering doing. But um, that is where I'm at at the moment. And that's kind of where I see my business going over the next year. Um, but to help me to get to that point, I was like stuck in the mud a bit because I just couldn't I just couldn't work out how to get there. You know, when you can see the end goal, but I was like, oh my God, how do I get there? So I actually, at the end of last year, or the beginning, no, it was the end of last year, yeah. I've actually invested in a business coach. So I have a monthly meeting with my business coach for, we have hour long sessions and we just kind of like plan out my goals for the future month. And we, um, she's just good at like helping me to get really clear on what I'm doing and actually making an actual actionable plan sorry that I can execute to make sure I'm hitting my goals um so I highly 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 recommend even if you're starting out to be honest because I kind of wish I'd had this support from the beginning because I think I would have saved myself making a lot of mistakes um but yeah I would definitely say if you can afford to do so do hire a business coach because it's quite it is actually quite a big game changer um I mean, I just personally found mine. So I knew I wanted one that was quite local to me. So I honestly just Googled um, around the local area and kind of assessed about, I think I found like 15 to 20, um, just kind of assessed all their stuff, you know, their website, their offerings and found a lady who I really, really like and have a lot of respect for, um, who's, you know, who is my business coach at the moment. So if you're just getting started and you don't know where to start, um, honestly, just have a little Google and see, you know, see who comes up for you and see if any resonate with you. I would say definitely try to look for someone that does resonate for you though. Don't just pick someone just because they've got a lot of followers or, you know, I don't know, they send you a lot of emails and you feel like, well, maybe I should do this one because they seem to, you know, know what they're talking about. Just try and find someone that actually connects with you and that you can, you feel like you can build up a good rapport and relationship with because I think that's super important. Um, you know, with any business relationship, it's good to really work on the relationship and make sure that you guys understand each other. But yeah, particularly with a business coach, obviously if you're investing money, you want to make sure that you're getting the best out of it that you can. Um, and then the last thing I kind of wanted to talk about was just building yourself a bit of a community of like-minded people because I, so you know, like I'm human. I have my days where I'm just so negative and I feel so scared and fearful and I just you know, I'm terrified. And sometimes it dawns on me, I'm like, oh my God, I've got my own business. Like I've got to keep this thing running. Otherwise I've got no money. I can't afford food. Like, you know, all these big crazy things that go through my head. But um, honestly, I'd just say that try and build yourself a little community of like-minded women. Even if it's just connecting with some people that are like-minded on Instagram that you can build a little DM group chat with, whatever, however you want to go about it. I mean, for me, it was building a podcast, which I know is probably a bit extreme for most, but for whatever reason, that was the path I went down. And I have to admit, I'm so glad I did because the women I've met on this podcast, like honestly, they've changed me as well. Like they've changed the way that I run my business just from how inspiring they all are. So um, I just can't recommend enough that if you're starting out, especially if you're starting out by yourself, really do try to build a little community of like-minded people around you so that you can just bounce ideas off each other and also so that you've got some cheerleaders, you know, like backing you and also some people that you feel like you can support and cheerlead because I really just feel like we're human beings, like we're all the same, we're all connected, we need to support each other and we need to 
be in each other's corners because at the end of the day, when one person succeeds, it means everyone, the whole collective, the whole world succeeds. So there is more than enough in this world for all of us. Like, even if you've got someone that's technically speaking a direct competitor of yours, there is more than enough people. There's over 7 billion people in this world. There is more than enough room for both of your businesses. And also another thing not to forget is that you are unique. You are one, like you're a one-off. You're, you're a unique person. No one else can be you. Like they can't physically be you. You have special things to share with this world that nobody else can share. So don't ever feel like, oh God, there's a million other marketing agencies out there. Why should I bring one out? No, because they're not your marketing agency. You have a different point of view. You have a different way of working. You have different insights. You have different knowledge. And everyone has something to share in this world. I truly believe that, like, so much. And I just think that once you get past the fear and all the limiting beliefs that are holding you back, there is honestly a world and a life on the other side of that that you almost can't even imagine. Like, if you'd have, if I'd have interviewed myself a year ago, I would have been a different person. Like I, this, this person that's speaking now wouldn't have been, you know, coming through your earbuds or however you listen to this podcast. Um, I just, I feel like just breaking through the fear has honestly changed my whole life. Not just in terms of my career, but across the board, like with everything. So if you are currently in a position where you're thinking of starting your own business or if you've just started out, or even if you've been going for a few years, but you've kind of lost your way and you just you're feeling a bit lost, just please remember that you have something so special to share with this world. And trust me, the world is a better place with your business in it. So please keep pushing on. And if you ever feel like you want to reach out and you know you want some support or you want someone to speak to, please feel, feel free to email me. Um, you can email me at chloe at whoandwhatshewants.co.uk. Um, and you know, I'd be happy to chat with you. Or even if not, just honestly slide in my DMs on Instagram. Sometimes it's a little bit quicker. Um, my handle is at Chloe Francesca Ward. So just please feel free to slide in those DMs. And just love, you know, I'd love to meet you all and love to have conversations with you around female entrepreneurship and around running your own business and just basically everything. Because I feel like the more we can support each other, the more of us are going to feel brave enough to take this risk and, you know, to start our own businesses. So, um, yeah, I think that's about it for me, you know, like, I hope that you feel like you've got to know me a little bit better, because I, I do appreciate that, obviously, I am the host of the podcast, and at points you might be thinking, who is this kid, like, who does she think she is, you know, running her own podcast and interviewing people like she thinks she's Oprah, but um, I hope that, you know, this episode has just given you a little bit insight into who I am, and what I'm about, and, you know, what, what ultimately is what this podcast is all about, you know, supporting other women, and building a community of like-minded women, and just cheerleading each other on through life you know because at the end of the day we're all just here to to live our best lives and <laughs> I really believe that so in if you know even if I can make one person's you know a difference in one person's life from listening to this podcast then I see that as a major success so um yeah just thank you so much for listening today and I hope that you enjoyed the episode sorry that it's not you know the normal format that I do of interview type podcast but just really felt compelled to share this today so um I hope yeah I really hope that you've got something from it and hopefully you haven't got too bored of my monotonous voice but <laughs> this might be you know actually let me know slide me a dm if you if you want to hear more solo episodes from me because I'm more than happy to 
delve deep into just specific topics if you think it will help. But um, yeah, let me know, guys. That would be amazing, actually. So thanks so much for listening today. Um, and yeah, just please like feel free to send me over your businesses because I would just love to see what you guys are doing. And if there's anyone also that wants to be a guest on the show, again, just drop me a DM, drop me an email. And I'd love to discuss that with you. Um, but yeah, sending you lots of love, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to keep up to date with the latest Who and What She Wants podcast episodes, then please follow our Instagram page, which is at the handle at Who and What She Wants podcast, or hit the subscribe button now. We hope to see you again soon.